Welcome to Pure Happiness Coffee. Pure Happiness Coffee is a poem, an artwork, and a community dedicated to becoming better stewards of our world's favorite beverage. Each episode of Pure Happiness is a short glimpse into one individual's coffee journey, a journey that, finally, connects us all. Episode 3, Standout at Drip Coffee Maker Soho. Today on Pure Happiness Coffee, I revisit an event at Drip Coffee Makers in Soho on May 29, 2022, with Alexander Ruiz from Standout Coffee. In the first episode, I made clear my unrepayable debt to Nigel Price at Trip Coffee Makers, and I will also include Alexander of Standout in this non-equation of debt without credit. This might sound strange, and I'll explain a little bit more in a moment. Suffice it to say, Nigel Price started Drip Coffee Makers as a dream, as a project of passion, and as an alternative to an entirely different career trajectory he no longer found tolerable. For years, he integrated into the coffee community, learning everything he could about brewing and presenting superior coffee to the public. Many in New York City recall Drip's first iteration as a coffee cart. There was Nigel, out daily pounding the pavement, literally immersed in public space. For my money, it is this drive toward building community that characterizes Drip overall. It's just as much about engaging the social public in conversations about coffee and culture as it is about presenting excellent coffee. And I think it is this persistent spirit of taking the coffee shop's engagement with the social seriously that allows Nigel to have been one of the originators of the current wave of community-focused events in New York City. Indeed, it was at one of Drip's events that I first met Alexander Ruiz of Standout Coffee, and it's likely on this podcast that you'll hear me repeat that, um, where I met <laughs> important people in my journey, um, frequently occurred at Drip Coffee Makers. Now, I won't get too detailed into Standout Coffee's project here, but suffice it to say that Oscar Garberg and Alexander Ruiz's Standout Coffee roasts and presents some of the most excellent coffee on the planet Earth, the kind that wins world competitions frequently. If you're interested in knowing what world-class coffee tastes like, I highly recommend signing up for their monthly subscription and checking out their podcast on YouTube where they interview other very important coffee people in uh, the competition scene, in specialty roasting, um, and yeah, in coffee at the highest level. This bit of framing is just meant to demonstrate the unique wonder it was for me as a nascent coffee enthusiast to meet both Alexander Ruiz of Standout and Nigel Price of Drip at the same time in the same place. A little like being in the same room with say, John Coltrane and Django Reinhardt, or as I suggest, with Sun Ra and John Cage. And both of them have, in their ways, been so enthusiastic and encouraging about pure happiness that I do believe I owe them unrepayable or bad debt. Okay, what am I talking about? My notion of unrepayable debt comes from a collaborative book by poet and philosopher Fred Moten and social theorist Stefano Harney called The Undercommons. It's no great insight to say today that we live in an era many refer to as late capitalism, where, especially in the United States, the profit motive increasingly governs all aspects of our social institutions. Think of the way healthcare, education, and infrastructure function today in the United States, along with the entire nation's own ballooning debt. Many doctors and educators would agree that medicine and education 
do not function best when wholly submitted to market demands. And that's why there's regulations in place and and other incentives structures to uh, hopefully govern these entities differently. In the medical situation, consider the opiate crisis as a case in point. When medicine becomes governed by the profit motive, creating addictive drugs becomes incentivized in the market. In education, when the profit motive governs all decision-making, the consequence is a debt crisis that the President of the United States has made a fundamental part of his platform. But for Moten and Harney, both professors, despite the university's increasingly financialized existence, there still remains what they call an undercommons, that is, the kind of social activity that isn't about just getting a job or learning skills that have immediate market value. Instead, they focus on areas of education that are more diffuse, more ambient, even counterproductive. Those moments of laughing and play, those secret reading groups that wily grad students start outside the classroom, and those quiet conversations that occur just before and just after class that lead to protest movements against violent university policies. This kind of relationship building, the kind that exists within spaces otherwise devoted to profit, but that use those spaces for other ends, they call the realm of a kind of sociality governed by bad debt. Here, there is no creditor to collect on the debts that we give one another. This is why it's bad debt. It's just people being friendly with one another and creating social obligations out of genuine care and passion. This is the kind of debt we create between one another that we might also call friendship, love, motherhood, family. How could you ever pay back your mother in money for what she's done for you? Newsflash, you can't. How could you pay your friends in money for their support and encouragement? The idea is ridiculous. How can you pay for an entire life? This last question, as absurd as it sounds to us today, is fundamental to profit and possession taken to its extreme. Indeed, this is partially what slavery was, the violent objectification of life into financial terms, wherein you could buy and sell a human being. A couple years ago, Nigel began hosting near-weekly meetups at Drip Coffee Soho, small meetings between roasters and customers, producers and baristas, industry professionals and the public. And these thankfully are still happening, so if you're in New York City, follow Drip to attend them. Free and open to the public, these events foster community that is, yes, oriented around coffee, but has drawn both industry professionals and a public who are increasingly engaged in learning about coffee and just having interesting conversation. I've had wonderful conversations with anthropologists, software developers, photographers, writers, artists, as well as exporters and importers, roasters, baristas, and more. In this way, these meetups are, yes, oriented around coffee, but at the same time, they foster space between the moments that we drink beautiful coffee. Charged by the magical elixir of coffee like Standout's incredible alchemical potions, at these events, conversations were born and relationships were made, and they still are today, that create a different form of relation than the one defined by just buying and selling coffee. It is this kind of immaterial value that emerges from these kinds of activities, a kind of value that has no market price, that evades creditors at every step, that fugitively sets us both apart from the world and puts us even closer to it, where friendship is made, where love happens, 
and where political change originates. May 29, 2022. An incredible summit of tremendous excellence in coffee yesterday. An event I was so happy to attend and be made to feel like I belong at. An incredible cast of coffee characters and luminaries dotted the foyer of one Hudson Square to listen and learn, enthralled by the expertise, skill, love, and superior coffee shared by Alexander Ruiz of Standout at Drip Coffee New York City, in a collaboration that can only be likened to those strange moments in history where masters meet. Thank you for sending up flares of light over the coffee world. Coffee, like everything else, undoubtedly exists in the capitalist hellscape of the present, but these intense, committed, serious, and joyful stewards of coffee demonstrate a world pushing through the ruins of history into more beautiful futures. To be joined by so many other serious coffee souls was a delight, and more than that, conjured something like what Alain Badiou calls an event, a bursting through the fabric of reality, a tear in what we think we know that gives us a reason to continue our committed march toward ubiquitous excellence. The utopia that escaped for a moment into our lives will not be forgotten. It is this obviously passionate, good-hearted, strong-willed community that really draws me to coffee, and it was brilliant to feel part of it. But oh, was the coffee good too. Words fail. Love. We might have shouted and danced. We might have hugged. We might have accidentally enacted a strange, beautiful ritual of pure happiness. A small band of enthusiastic and passionate people should never be underestimated. From this beautiful collection of coffee, something otherworldly emerged, like the extraordinary cosmic music produced when John Cage and Sun Ra met for a dual show in 1987 at none other than Coney Island, New York. Believe it. Giants of utopia, craft, care, and new worlds. If we learn anything from the 20th century, we could do worse than listening to those two, who, for a night, opened a wormhole to unknown music, secret pleasures, and radical realities. Yesterday, something like that happened, and the ripple of it radiates like spherical music forever. Thanks for listening.